Hey, what's up, you guys? You are listening to the She's Going Places podcast. I'm your host, Mackenzie. And I'm your host, Taylor. Y'all, today is literally probably our most exciting episode to date because we have our first guest. So today we want to introduce our very first guest, Anna Stowell, who has completely blown up on TikTok. And today we're just getting into how she has turned from a normal college girl into a TikTok star, basically a literal overnight. influencer. Yeah, seriously, Anna Soul is the sweetest, kindest, most genuine person we ever met. She is so full of life, and she is just so energetic. And we think you guys are going to love this episode. Just as a quick disclaimer before we get started, in case you're coming over here from Anna's platforms, hi, we are the She's Going Places podcast, and we would love if you could follow us on Instagram at She's Going Places podcast or go down below, give us five stars, leave a review, subscribe so you don't miss any of our other episodes. We hope you guys love this episode. All right. Well, hi, Anna. Thank you for coming on the podcast. (laughs) Hello. We are so excited to have you. So first off, Anna, just introduce yourself. Why you're now famous, which is crazy. (laughs) Hey, guys. My name is Anna Stoll. I'm 19, and I'm from South Florida. You guys probably know me from my TikTok or my Instagram accounts. Well, speaking of your TikTok and Instagram accounts, before TikTok was ever really a thing for you, what was your life like before getting a following on social media? It was pretty much the same. Like, I still did my everyday, like, activities, like going to the beach, going to school. I just kind of started showing more on social media once everything started growing and stuff. But everything was pretty much the same. She's such a beachy girl. We live in, like, the same area, but you probably go to the beach Mm -hmm. a million times more than me. I'm so jealous. I know. I go so much. I feel like most people from South Florida or who lives near the beach don't actually go that much. Like, I know Mm -hmm. everyone. They'll be like, oh, my gosh, you live in South Florida. You probably go all the time. And I'm like, "Mm, not really. But you do. I know. It's actually so – yeah, it's so hard to find people to go with me to the beach because they're so sick of it. But luckily, Gavin, my boyfriend, like my best friend, Sophia, I get them to go to the beach a lot with me. Sometimes I can even get my brothers, but a lot of people don't like going as much. It's like weird when the, beach when the beach is right there. Right, so. exactly. So you spoke of your brothers. You have two brothers. Give them a shout out. Yeah, Adam and Ryan. Wow, they're going to be so happy. I just shouted them <laughs> out. TikTok knows them very well. Have they gotten so. some followers because of you? Actually, yeah, Adam, like none of them, they don't post on TikTok or Instagram that much. I know Adam probably has like, one picture posted, but ever since, so like one of my main videos that kind of blew up, they were in it. And so everybody was asking like for their like Instagrams, whatever. And so they got a lot of followers. Well, Adam, I know did. I think he had like 200 something or 300. Now I think he's at a thousand now, maybe a little under a thousand. Oh my gosh. Hilarious. And he doesn't post anything. That is hilarious. So it's really funny. What about mm-hmm. your boyfriend? Has he? Yeah, he loves it. He thinks he's famous now. So, like, 
we'll make TikToks with him. And actually, he never liked to make TikToks with me. I had to try so hard to get him to be in them. But now he loves it. And he likes that people are following on his TikTok account. Right. So now he's like, I'm going to start making more TikToks and becoming famous and not because of you, because I'm going to do it by myself. I'm like, okay, Gavin. Like, okay, whatever you, you say. You can talk the talk after you walk the walk, though. Exactly. Okay, so yeah. in a completely unrelated form to TikTok, what is your college life? Like, where do you go to school? What's your major? Tell us everything. So I go to the University of Central Florida. I just finished my freshman year. Well, it kind of like ended early, obviously, because of everything that happened, which I was super sad about. But I'm currently a marketing major. So like I'm taking classes to get into it. But I plan on switching out of the school of business because I don't know if like I like it that much. I don't really like to do math. I suck we at math off, like really bad. So I'm thinking I'm going to go into public relations and advertising. Something That's like what that. we are doing. Seriously, both well, of us are I'm gonna PR have majors. To ask you guys. Yeah, I'll be texting you guys after this. Actually, <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> no, we love love PR. I honestly, I thought about getting like a marketing minor, but then when I found out I had to do like accounting, mm. I was like, mm, yeah, maybe not. That's the reason why I'm planning on switching out. Maybe so. not. Okay, so what was your favorite part of your freshman year? I definitely love meeting new people. So I played club lacrosse in the springtime. So that's where I met like some of my best friends. I just actually visited them on the West Coast a couple weeks ago, maybe like last week. I don't really remember. But I definitely loved making new friends. It was a lot of fun. That was definitely my favorite part. And how do you like the city of Orlando? It's so far from the beach. So Mm -hmm. well, actually, I was able like my roommate, her name's Hallie, giving Hallie a (laughs) shout out too, I guess. But she actually loves the beach. She's from Pennsylvania. So she loves being in Florida. But we take turns and we'll drive down to Coca or to New Smyrna. Usually it says it's like an hour drive, but somehow we get there in like 45 to 50 minutes. So honestly, it's not that bad of a drive. I still make it work. Got to keep the beach going, even in college. Got to make it work. Okay. Now switching back over to TikTok. Just how did that whole experience get started? So in 2018, I think December of my junior year of high school, I think it was, or maybe senior year, we went on a field trip to this elementary school where we like spent the day with the kids and brought them gifts and stuff. And the two girls in the classroom I was with told me to download TikTok. And I was like, what the heck is TikTok? Like, I was like, no way, whatever. But I ended up downloading and my first TikTok ever is still up with the girls that we were like made it in the cafeteria or whatever. And that's kind of how it all started, how I downloaded it. I had no idea what TikTok even was. But yeah, that's where it kind of started. That's so fun. You're a lot farther ahead than most Mm -hmm. of us. I think I found out what TikTok was like this January. Quarantine, basically. Literally downloaded it in quarantine. Well, my whole senior year, I'd make TikToks just with friends, like even with some of my teachers and staff. It was just pretty much a big joke. And people were like, why are you TikTok? That's such a little kid's app. Like, what are you doing? Pretty much people just like made fun in a funny way, though, like not in a mean way. But it's just funny. Now everybody has it. Like it's rare to have like meet someone who doesn't have TikTok. So have you been making them like this entire like posting as much as you did once you blew up? Like when when did the transition happen to just making like random TikToks with your friends to like actively like posting and Mm -hmm. engaging. 
So for the first time I ever got it, I mainly just watched. I didn't really post that much. And if I did post, it was just a big joke, like kind of weird videos that I didn't even know people got famous from TikTok. Like, I just didn't even think about it. I didn't join to become famous, if that makes sense. Like, I would have never thought I would be where I am right now. It's so, like, it's honestly kind of weird to me still. It doesn't really feel real. But um, I think it started in the fall. Going into school, I started making more TikToks and posting more regularly. And I had a couple videos with my brothers and my boyfriend get a couple likes, probably a couple of thousand, whatever. And people started slowly following me. So I think back in the fall, I had like 11,000 followers, which on TikTok really isn't that much. But um, like I had a small following. So people were liking my videos. And then while I was at school, I just thought of kind of like vlogging my day. I don't know why. I just saw people. I just thought like the whole concept of vlogging on YouTube is cool. I was like, oh, let me just try that on TikTok for fun. I had iMovie downloaded. Let's give it a shot. So I just vlogged random parts of my day. And one of the TikToks kind of blew up, got over 100,000 likes, I think. Couple hundred thousand views, whatever. And that was when I was like, oh, wow, I should keep going with these little vlog things. But I still wasn't posting as much as I do now. But yeah, that's kind of how it all started. And then I think it was during quarantine. I did some random vlog. I was still probably at 20,000 followers, not really much. And then I made a stupid vlog. Kind of wish I tried harder at it. Like if I knew it was going to blow up, I wish I did some like more fun stuff. But obviously whatever I did worked. was fine. And it got like 3 million views out of nowhere. I had no idea. It was just me doing whatever I did at home over quarantine. Oh my gosh. Literally did nothing. Played spike ball with my brothers. Worked out for like not that long. Ate food. It was just kind of weird how that blew up. But that's kind of how I started gaining my followers. So that like these vlogs were like the videos that like all of a sudden you're like, oh wait, like I could actually be pretty, people actually like this content that I'm making. Yeah. And like, I don't know. It's weird to me because it's boring. I look at my life as like not boring, but how do people find it as interesting as they do? Like my parents were so confused. Why do they like this stuff? (laughs) It's kind of weird to think about, but that's kind of where I was like, wow, I need to keep doing the vlogs because that's what people like. Right. I remember I was up at school. I think it was maybe like February and I saw the video that you made with your boyfriend and it had gotten so many likes and I was like, wait, I know her. I was like, hold on. (laughs) Yeah, that's so funny. Like I had a lot of family friends like send me my videos like this was on my for you page. It's just so weird to me. That is hilarious. So through all of this, I know you've said like you never had any intention of this like blowing up or getting famous off of TikTok. Mm -hmm. But now that's kind of already happened. Like, have you been intentionally trying to like build a brand through it? Are you like actively thinking about it on a more like professional side or you're still kind of just doing whatever? So I have thought about that kind of building off a brand because my username is Anna's Green Smoothie, which is kind of weird. So it's kind of fun because I drink a lot of green smoothies and like eat a lot of acai bowls. And like, I don't know, I'm trying, I don't know what I want to do with it yet, what I could do with it. But as of right now, I'm just kind of going with the flow, not really thinking professionally about it, but just using it to kind of build off the rest of my platforms kind of get it 
all growing together. Right. And even if you just go into PR, like in any profession in PR, just saying, hey, mm-hmm. I have experience on all of these different platforms and I was like legit is such mm-hmm. a big thing to add to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why it's pretty like exciting. Yeah. And that's so fun. It's specifically with PR. Kenzie and I talk about this all the time. It's like this idea of like you have your own personal way that you've kind of like invaded certain platforms and TikTok being one that's like mm-hmm. gotten really popular as of only the, the past few months and being like, I kind of mm-hmm. figured out what worked on this app that's super interesting because people Mm -hmm. kind of figured out what works in marketing for Facebook like okay that's been done but now it's like TikTok everyone's like scrambling figuring it out so that's really cool Mm -hmm. yeah because TikTok's hard because there's just so many different like types of videos you can produce or whatever so you just have to figure out what the people like to like see from you right like I could go and do like stream a Fortnite game and people will be like, dude, that's not what I follow you for. Like, why are you streaming Fortnite on your TikTok? So it's just kind of weird how it works. Yeah. Right. Okay. So through TikTok, like we even just being like a month into the podcast community, we have our own little girl gang within our podcast community. Do you have like TikTok friends? Mm-hmm. Is that a thing? Yeah. I've actually made a ton of friends through TikTok. Which is kind of crazy. And I'm like sad because I haven't met any of them yet. Mm-hmm. And going off kind of that same note, is there anyone that's like famous or like relatively famous that has like slid into your DMs or anything like that? Actually, there was this one dude. I can't remember his name. But for my parents listening to this podcast, we were all sitting on the couch. And he has like 5 million followers on TikTok. He's verified some like prankster guy. Oh, I need to like remember what his name is. I could actually I'm not gonna search it up because I don't know. You never know who's listening to this. <laughs> but he DM'd me. He was like, "Hey," and I was like, "Mom, look at this." I was like, "This guy slid in my DMs. He's some funny prankster dude. What if he wants to collab with me? This would be so awesome." And I showed my brothers, and they were like, "Whoa, he's actually famous!" Like, see what he has to say. So I said, "Hey," back, and then I was waiting for a response. I'm like, "Oh, like, what if he wants to collab?" Blah blah blah. And then the next day. All that the DM said was, you're cute. I was like, oh, my God. You're like, seriously? I was like, really? All I wanted to do was have a cool little TikTok collab. I was like, what if you lived in Florida? And I didn't know. Yeah, that was kind of funny. Yeah, I just never answered. So that was pretty sad. Me and my mom were so excited. We're like, oh, my God. What if he wants to collab? Right. He's going to make me more famous. sick. No. Literally, No. (laughs) these boys you cannot keep up with them okay so transitioning out of tiktok just in specific what has social media done that has pretty much like changed your life from like maybe even like pre these vlogs blowing up to now like having fans or people that are like actually like seriously Mm -hmm. invested in your life like what's that like i actually kind of like it better because before after i started getting a little bit not as like to where I am right now, but I had a little bit of following. I was like, wow, maybe I can actually blow up. Started caring more about what I posted, but like didn't post so much on Instagram. I was just more careful about it. But now that I have a group of people who are like super supportive, like some of these girls, I know a lot of them are going to come and listen to this because I told them all about it. But like, I love them. They leave the nicest messages to me, like in my comments, on TikTok, Instagram, the amount of DMs I get from them, they're so sweet. 
I mean, my mom try and read as much as we can together just because there's a lot of them. So I can't respond to everybody, but it means so much to me. And like, because of that, it's made it so much easier to post on all my platforms. So like on TikTok, I don't care what I post. Like I'll post whatever. I'll post anything on Instagram because I know they're all there to support whatever I do. And like, I know I probably should care more now that I have a following to post, but I kind of feel more comfortable posting. Right. If that makes sense. If that makes you know you have sense. like a group of girls who love and yeah. adore you, yeah. which is so nice. They love everything. That is so nice. <laughs> which is fun. What do your family mm-hmm. and friends think about all of this? They love it. My <laughs> parents, they are so supportive. Like my mom, she's a, like, she'll listen to this podcast. <laughs> Hi, mom. She loves checking my follower growth. So for the longest time, she would, like, screenshot all my platforms every day. She'd screenshot every morning my TikTok, Instagram, my YouTube. She just wants to see, like, my preset account. She wanted to see, like, my growth from the days. Like, she was so invested, and she loved talking to her friends about it. And, like, we t- it's something we talk about every day in this house. My dad loves it. He actually made his own TikTok. <gasps> His TikTok name Scott Stole too. I actually don't know, but he makes TikToks now and he loves being in them. So they're just having the best time with it, and they honestly haven't processed what's happening. Right. Neither, neither have I. None of us have really processed it, but it's all fun. Everybody loves it. Yeah. Has there been any like younger girls who are like, "Oh my gosh, I go to UCF too. Like, I want to meet you" or anything like that yet? There's been a couple. I have a lot of people that follow me from UCF. And a lot of them are incoming freshmen who aren't there yet, but they'll be there in the fall. So I'll get a lot of questions that are like, hey, I don't know that much about campus. Can you do this and that? And like, I'm still like, I'm about to be a sophomore. I still don't know. I'm still learning stuff about UCF that I don't know. So I think people just like think of me as someone who's like a UCF pro. And want to get all the answers from me, but I'm like not the person to get it from. But I have a lot of people asking, like, oh, I'll go to Cocoa Beach if you want to go with me, <laughs> or like we should go to Disney. So I guess I'll have some people to meet. Right. Well, not to run out of um, people to hang out with, which is a good thing. Yeah, exactly. So, what's next for all of this? I see you like kind of newly start a YouTube channel as well. Yeah, so. Once, it was kind of weird because after my one video on TikTok blew up out of nowhere, the little vlog that I did, I actually started April 3rd, a preset account. So it just all happened to time perfectly. So all my followers I was getting from my TikTok flooded into my Instagram to my preset account. And then it got to the point where people were like, you should do a YouTube. I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, I do my one-minute vlogs. I don't know if I can go from one minute to ten minutes. Like, I guess I'll have to get into that. But then I told everybody I made a YouTube, like, channel or whatever. And I had this girl DM me. Her name's Hannah. Shout out to my friend Hannah. She's from Massachusetts. She's one of my new TikTok friends. But she DM me one day. She's like, girl, your YouTube banner is hideous. Uh-huh. I was like, Uh, I was like oh okay she's like let me make you one and I was like okay go ahead and so she made me a YouTube banner and so then that's when after she made me a YouTube banner I kind of told my TikTok like I have a YouTube now you guys should go subscribe I'm not gonna post for a little bit you guys should go do that and she actually she started her own like sweatshirt tie-dye company it's called shop Cairo on Instagram but like we kind of help each other with like the presets or whatever we like work together to like give each other shout outs or like we just help each other in a way 
And she's like been someone who's been with me since like the very beginning. But after I told people I had my YouTube, I didn't even post. I got a thousand subscribers right off the bat. Like I didn't even post anything. And it was so weird to me. But then that was like, wow, I need to start taking this a little more serious and trying. And that's when I got a camera. And then I have a couple of videos up now. But it's fun. It's kind of weird how once you blow up on a platform, you can use the rest of them all to kind of grow off of each other. Yeah. So what's it like transitioning into your Instagram specifically doing a brand deal? Like all of a sudden now you have companies reaching out. Yeah, which is mind blowing to me because I can't remember the last time I went out and I actually bought some of my own clothes <laughs> because like the people that have reached out to me. But funny story, the first brand that reached out to me, they're called Grey Bandit. I don't know if anybody has heard of them, but they're one of my favorite people to work with. They treat me so well. They're the nicest people ever. If anybody listening doesn't follow Grey Bandit on Instagram, you guys should. But they like reached out to me one night at 3 a.m. I was randomly like awake. They were too. And they DM me. They're like, hey, I found your TikTok. We would love to work with you. Let me know if you're still interested, whatever. And I didn't, I couldn't believe it because I followed them for the longest time before. So it was like super new to me. I didn't know. I was like, should I act excited? Should I not be weird? Should I be normal? Should I be like extra? I just, I didn't even know how to transition into working with brands. Like I was so brand new with it, but they definitely helped me like learning and like helping me, just guiding me into it and made it easier to work with other brands. So Grey Bandit was definitely like one of the best people I've worked with. Okay, so moving back to the Instagram side of things and your presets, I saw that TikTok go viral about your mm -hmm. presets. Is that kind of what gave you the idea of people asking how you edit your pictures or just tell us about that? Yeah, so last summer I posted a couple pictures that went viral on Pinterest. Pinterest and my Visco. My Visco is actually my first app I became viral on. That's how I kind of started gaining more Instagram followers. I maybe had 3,000 or something followers before all of this happened. And it was definitely because through my Visco and my Pinterest. I went on a couple of trips last year to Colorado and Puerto Rico to visit family and friends. And like a couple of those pictures blew up. And people would send them to me, friends. They'd be like, look, your picture's on my Pinterest feed. Like, this is crazy, blah, blah, blah. And so through my Visco, I had so many DMs from so many girls just asking me to edit their pictures, how I edit for the longest time. And I just had my Lightroom presets. I used some presets from Visco. Like I just kind of played around with whatever looked best. And for the longest time, like even through, I think April 3rd was when I started selling my presets. But up to then, I was editing pictures for girls every day and for free. They would, there was some girls who would take advantage of me because of how nice I was. Like I will never be mean to someone on social media but they would send me their whole camera Oh, roll. my gosh. And you know what I would do? I would edit every Stop single one it. of their pictures just because I felt so bad and I just wanted to be there and help them. And I don't know. I thought it was cool. But it got to the point where it was like I had to start ignoring these people. I couldn't keep editing their pictures. It was getting overwhelming, like, I'm sure. crazy. We are literally mm -hmm. like shocked so right now. Like, we cannot believe that you even did that. No, I, and like, I'm sure some of those girls will be listening to this. I'm sorry if you're one of the girls I ghosted when I was editing your pictures, but it was getting to the point where it like stressed me out. And I was like, editing pictures for people should not be one of my concerns. No. Like I should not be, I, I should be worried about my macro tests I have next week, not my 
not the hundreds of pictures I have to edit for girls. That is so it got kind of crazy. That. Mm-hmm. So for the longest time, I was like, wow, I, I know people sell presets. I just never took the time to look into it or to like put the extra step and effort. I've like just recently started to become a little bit more productive. Like from TikTok, it kind of became a lifestyle. Like I love waking up early now and just getting my stuff done. But so one day over quarantine, it was literally 2 a.m. I was like, okay, today's the day. I'm going to sell my presets tomorrow. I think this was April 2nd. I was like, I'm going to do this. I searched up other preset like accounts who sell presets. I know there's a couple famous people. I don't know if you guys who like know who Aspen Ovart is or McCall Mitchell. So I know they sell presets. So I kind of looked into it, did my research, found a website to do it through. And then I had to like figure out how to even get a file to be sold. It was just so much to look into it. I had no idea where to even start. But I stayed up all night, got it all set up, took my settings and started to sell them. And the next day is when I kind of released my Instagram. I probably had like one follower and it was like my mom or like two followers. And then that's when I made the TikTok about it to kind of get it out there. And then soon I was at like 200 followers, 300, like 300 followers on my first right, day. Right, crazy. So that's kind of how that started. Yeah. And it was kind of weird to me because I didn't even know if it worked. And then it got to the point where like I didn't even have the correct files on the website. So people were buying them and it wasn't the right files. Like they weren't oh, no. preset files. They were like un like you couldn't even get the setting in. And so my I was getting DMs like, oh, I just bought your presets, but like they're not working. How do I use it? And my heart dropped. It was my first day. I already had a bunch of sales. It was so overwhelming because I didn't even think I would sell like one preset my first day. And this was all on April 3rd. So this oh was a couple gosh. months ago. And I ran to my dad in tears. I was like, Dad, I don't have the right file up. I didn't transfer over. These people bought everything. And I like so many people, I didn't know what to do. So I freaked out and I just hoped for the best. I watched YouTube videos countless hours that day. Didn't even answer anybody DMing me about their problems. I was like, oh my God, I can't handle it. So I finally figured out I just converted the file wrong and my dad helped me out. It got to the point where my dad posted on Facebook and was like, if anybody knows like somebody who's good with digital editing, all this stuff, please come over to my house. I had a total breakdown, but I fixed the files. And luckily, all the girls had to do was re-download like the email or whatever. So they didn't have to change anything. So none of them had any idea. <gasps> so for any of you guys who bought my presets and you're listening to us from April 3rd and you were one of those girls, now you know what happened. Now you know oh the backstory. Oh, I was, oh, was so stressful. But my dad was there for all of it. So he helped a lot. Was it? Okay, so yeah. how much do you, a couple questions. How many presets do you sell? And then what do you sell them for? So I have 10 presets right now. I don't really plan on releasing any just because 10 is kind of a lot. (laughs) But maybe in the near future, I'll release more. But I always have sales and stuff. So people are still like interacted and wanting to purchase. But I have 10 of them. And I started off with five. When I first launched my preset Instagram, I came out with five of them and put them in a five pack. And then later on, I think last month, I came out with three new presets. Then I came out with an individual preset and then all this stuff. So I have 10 of them. I sell my individual presets for $6 each. There's one, which is like an indoor preset, which is very different from the rest of them. So I sell it for $8. And then for the five pack, I sell that for 22. And then I have two, three packs right now that I sell for $16. So I don't know if any of that just made sense, but (laughs) 
That is how much That's honestly sets, super so. affordable for presets. Because I know I've paid like thirty dollars mm-hmm. for two presets before. Oh yeah, it's crazy. Like some of the really famous, like big YouTubers will sell them for sixty bucks. Which is crazy. For like three. It's crazy. So what has it been like transitioning into like kind of having like a tangible overnight business because when you're doing Instagram and doing brand deals yes that's a business but it's also just like your social media but your presets are Mm -hmm. a full-blown business what has that been like yeah it's been kind of not too over well it actually has been very overwhelming I like (laughs) had to come out with pre like dm hours that's how crazy and overwhelming it's been to the point where I was finding myself on my phone at all hours of the day helping people like talking to people like giving them tips and ideas and all this stuff or like just helping in general with the questions they had. So my mom was like, girl, you need to make DM hours and not answer anybody from whatever to whatever. So I have DM hours in the morning and then at night before I go to bed. So I'm helping everybody. And like once a day I'll go in and I'll answer anybody like at whatever times, but it's definitely been overwhelming, but it's been super fun. I had to like open up a business account I'm like, now I have to get into big girl things, like paying taxes. So I'm still <laughs> in the learning process Amazing. with all of that. But thank God for my parents. I don't know what I would do without them. Honestly, they're helping me with all of this because I'm learning. I'm just a little girl. Seriously. like <laughs> That doesn't know anything. I'm sure that's been one advantage of being home during quarantine, though, because before you'd be mm-hmm. in college trying to do all this, and I couldn't even imagine. I don't think I would have been, honestly, if I was in Orlando during all of this, I don't think I'd be where I am right now. Just because of how much my parents have taught me, I've learned so much like from them, from their help, and just like getting into the process of starting a business. Like I had no idea. Me going into selling presets, I didn't really think of all like behind the scenes. I didn't think of it as a big thing. But now it kind of did turn into a big thing and I had to start like, looking into the reality of stuff. All right. So next, we're just going to move into a bunch of just super random general questions that we're just going to kind of go through quickly. Just helping everyone get to know you because they see your vlogs, they see your like TikToks, but Mm -hmm. it's just like, this has been almost like a whole section of like almost an hour of them just getting to hear you talk, which never happens. Yeah, for sure. So I've never done anything like this before. So this is super cool for me. (laughs) Okay. We have some getting to know you questions. First one. For sure. What do you love about being a college student? I love the freedom. Like I've definitely changed as a person. I've become more productive. I used to be the worst with time management in high school. Like literally so lazy. I would wait till last minute to take a test or like, the last night to do my homework the night before. I was literally the worst. But college has, like, taught me how to be productive. Like, weirdly enough, I love going to a coffee shop and just sitting down and getting all my I work done. And I just love the freedom and, like, how much I've learned from just college. All right, next so. question. What is your Enneagram? <gasps> you don't know what an Enneagram is? Oh, you're going to have to take an Enneagram test and get back to us. What? What? An Enneagram is like... Wait, now you have to explain We it. love it. So basically, once this releases, we'll have just released Enneagram episodes. But it's like a personality test, basically. Oh, what? I need to take that. Oh, my gosh. 
Yes, Never heard of the that. people will want to know, but we'll update them later. later. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> okay, how would you describe yourself as a person? Like three words. Hmm, let's see. Chill. Go with the flow. I don't like making plans. Everything just happens. Those that was not. <laughs> That's how I would describe myself. Like, I hate when someone will text me. They're like, "All right, when are we hanging out?" And I'm like, "Uh, I don't know. Like, whenever we hang out." They're like, "Well, I need to plan out my week." I'm like, "Oh, you plan out your week?" That's <laughs> me. Like, oh, yeah. It's I. I don't know. I can't do it just because I just like I never know what I'm gonna do or be doing. And I just have to go with the flow. Like. If I want to go to the beach, I'm going to go to the beach. But if I have to go back home the next hour, then I can do that. Like, I just like to go with the flow, <laughs> do whatever. If somebody comes up to me at the beach, they're like, want to go scuba diving on my boat? And I'm like, what? Sure. Like, I'm just going to do whatever happened, whatever opportunities cross my path. Yeah. I don't like to worry about things. I don't know. I wish. I don't know if that described me enough. That sounds but. nice. I don't know what that's like. Sometimes it could be a You bad. are not an Enneagram type one or three then. I can tell you that. Yeah, no. That's what we are. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it could be bad though because people get triggered with me just because I should have my stuff together. You're just like, but, whatever. I don't know. I just like to go with the flow. Do whatever. Okay. Next question. Where is your favorite spot you've ever vacationed? Definitely. Ooh, actually that's really hard. Can I say a couple? Yeah. Because they're all so different. So I go every year to Puerto Rico to visit some of my family members. They live in San Juan. And, well, a couple. My grandparents live in San Juan. Some of them live in other places. Like, I don't really know the names of them. They're Spanish words. But I love going to Puerto Rico. It's one of my favorite places just because it's so cool and different from anywhere I've ever been. So definitely there might be my number one. This might be the first year, though, that I don't get to go just because yeah. of everything happening. I'm supposed to go end of July a little bit for like two weeks into August. And I don't know. Like I'm a little weird, like kind of skeptical. I don't know if I should go just because my grandparents and yeah. can't go to Puerto Rico, not see my grandparents. Like they'd be crushed. I'd be crushed. So I'm just going to watch it. But yeah, definitely Puerto Rico. I've been to Martha's Vineyard in <gasps> Cape Cod. So pretty. I want to go that, so It was bad. just so different up there. Just, like, everything was so pretty. It was, like, Palm Beach, but on steroids. And then the other coolest place I've ever been to is probably Colorado. We went last summer, and it's so different. Actually, fun fact about me, I'm obsessed with sunrises and sunsets. Like, I get um, – I'm not a very emotional person. I got so emotional. Seeing my first Colorado sunset, I started crying. Aww. Which is so weird. Nobody just cries at those things. But it was so pretty. But yeah, I thought I was a mountains girl after that. I thought I was a mountain girl. I'm an ocean girl. Mountains or beach. Yeah. Okay, next question. Um, Where are your favorite places that you buy bathing suits? So, one of my favorite places is Triangle. I haven't worked with them yet, but I don't think they don't really have like a ambassador program. They've sent me a free suit before just because. One of my, like, Pinterest pictures from last year went viral, so they kind of sent me a suit as a thank you. But they don't have, like, an ambassador program or anything like that. But I love their suits. Definitely my favorite. 
I wear a lot of O'Neal bathing suits just because of how comfy mm-hmm. they are. Stretchy. Let's see. Just surf shops, honestly, is where I get all my bathing suits. Dippin' Daisies, Kulani's Keenies. Okay, last question before we may or may not move on to the game. Um, what are the go-to ingredients to your favorite green smoothie since it's your, your TikTok name? All right, so I love spinach, kale, bananas, and mangoes. That's Simple. literally it. Love it. So good. It's like the best. Sometimes not kale, but definitely spinach, maybe some green apples. I don't know. I'm more, even though my username is Anna's Green Smoothie, I'm more of an acai girl. So my go-to acai recipe is like frozen bananas, blueberries, and then the acai packet. Mm-hmm. And that's literally that's it. That's what I do too. Oh, yeah. Mangoes, bananas, spinach, green smoothie. Easy enough. <laughs> Simple as that. Well, thank you so much for coming on the episode. Yeah, thank you. Thank you guys so much for having me. Okay, really quick, just plug all your socials. Tell the people where they can find you. All right, my TikTok is Anna's Green Smoothie. Instagram is Anna.Stowell. YouTube is Anna Stowell. Visco, Anna Stowell. I have a link tree in my Instagram bio. With and then also give it. your preset Instagram as well. Oh, Anna's presets, duh. How could I forget? Also linked in my main Instagram bio. Perfect. All right. Well, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you, guys. Okay, guys. That is the episode. And now we have a really fun extra segment that we're adding super quick at the end of our podcast where we are reading y'all's reviews. Guys, we are on a mission to get 100 reviews by the end of the summer. So you guys have to go down below and give us a quick review. We're halfway there. And who knows, maybe next episode your review could get read. So Ken's want to read this week's review. So the review we're reading today is by K Loves J and D, and it says, "We love this podcast so much. As fellow believers, it is so inspiring to see others who follow Christ. But also, this podcast is so fun and entertaining. These girls are so so sweet and easily relatable. Worth a definite listen, and they deserve such a massive following." Oh, thank you. That is literally so sweet. So if you guys want to be our next red review, then you need to go down there, write us a review, get your mom's phone, write a review on hers phone, your brother, your best friend, your boyfriend, take everyone's phones and write us a review. And it's so appreciated. Yeah. Well, thanks guys for listening this week and make sure you go check out Anna on all of her platforms. We love you guys. Bye. See you next week. Peace out. Woo woo. Woo woo.